Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Prentice Podcast. You are here for episode number 298, also known as 300 minus 2. Again, if you are a regular listener, you will probably recognize both the time of day I am posting this, as well as the noticeable echo in the background. That means that I'm recording this on Friday for my Thursday reflection, which was yesterday. My hope always is to record it the night of the day. So as the day ends, sit down, record, and remember and record doesn't always happen. And it didn't happen yesterday. So here I am today. And I hope whenever and wherever you are, it is a good day for you. The last few days that I recorded this second period from my classroom, it was bright and sunny. Today it is overcast, not as bright. In fact, really not very bright at all. But that's life. The only thing constant is change. A wise person once said that. Yesterday, as each day, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And as always, I am so grateful that you are lending me your time and your ears to hear about my experience. So yesterday was a good day in the classroom. It was one of those days where in the afternoon, my first class after lunch, I have three classes back to back to back after lunch. And yesterday it was in my fifth period class that we got a little off topic. Now, I was a student once, all right? And I understand what students try to do sometimes. In fact, sometimes it's even a game. And the game is this. Let's ask the teacher questions to get them so off topic that we don't have to cover whatever the lesson was for the day. So I understand that that is a frequent strategy. At the same time, as a teacher, and especially as a teacher of religion, I really want to foster curiosity in my students. And I really am interested in responding to their questions in real time, meaning at the moment those questions arise. And it's really funny, especially because I teach freshmen. I don't know that this happens as often with upper class students, but a student will raise their hand at some point in the class and they'll say, this is kind of off topic or this isn't on the topic at all. Sometimes they'll be honest and say that. And it's always funny for me because I really don't know what is going to come out of their mouth next. And sometimes it could be as mundane as, do you know what we're having for lunch in the cafeteria? Or, you know, another type of, let's call it business or housekeeping type of item about the schedule or something like that. Other times though, there is a question that is a sincere question and maybe even a profound question. Yesterday in a different class period, this was my seventh period yesterday, uh, one of the students, after hearing the gospel from last week, we start each class by reading and having a student reflect upon the gospel from the previous Sunday. It was about uh, last Sunday, the two apostles of Jesus, James and, uh, James and John, trying to um, ask Jesus who considered his right hand and his left hand. And, and it's this competition type of moment. 
And the student, who I know is a soccer player, asked me what I thought was a really interesting question. He said, well, you know, if this gospel is Jesus telling us not to be competitive, what about when I compete in a soccer game? And I thought that was a really interesting question, and, and we talked about it for a little while. So those are the kind of questions that, you know, I like, because again, it, it's a student is thinking, a student is putting things and ideas together, and I, I want to address that curiosity. Because I think curiosity is at the heart of being human and being a student, or even better, being a learner. And I tell my students, as part of our mission statement, and our mission statement, which I'm looking at here on my board, large poster of it right up front where the students can see it, is we are a respectful, faith-filled, storytelling community of learners. And I mean that. And I tell the students I really want them to be learners, which is at its heart about, cre about curiosity. And I tell students that the best question oftentimes to ask is, I wonder, is to say, I wonder. Now, that's a different kind of question than a question that is seeking an answer or a fact or something that can be clearly defined. As I tell the students, I, I wonder questions often lead to other questions. And they open our minds up to possibilities. A lot of times they get into what ifs. You know, what if this or what if that? Or I wonder what would happen if. They're very speculative questions. And sometimes those are the most fun questions in life to ponder. Not in an anxious way or to, you know, be fearful of that, but just in what they call these days sometimes a thought exercise. I wonder what it would be like, and I've actually thought this, I wonder what it would be like if instead of having desks in my classroom, these big heavy desks, I could get chairs with little tables, like tray tables, that I could move around very easily. I wonder what that could do to my teaching and my classes. Now, that's something to ponder, right? And it's something that I could actually explore. I could actually try that or pursue that and see what happens. But those are the kind of questions that I think open us up to possibilities. And yesterday, in my fifth period, the questions were about heaven and eternity and what is it like in the resurrection and, and they were great questions and the, the students were very enthusiastic and there were there were students that kept wanting to ask and I, I actually had to cut it off at some point and say look we're you know we, we, I want to get this this done at least in the lesson because teaching the same class five times if one class falls too far behind then that throws off the rhythm and especially because I have a quiz test quest, as I like to call it, on the horizon, I do need to get through a certain amount of material. So even though the discussion and the questions and the conversation um, was definitely um, vigorous and robust, we did have to move on at a certain time. And what I like about those conversations and questions that I try to really pay attention to is how far is too far in the timing, meaning our multiple students engaged, either asking the questions or 
listening to the answers and the discussion? Or is it really just a handful of students and the other students are checking out or putting their heads down or getting restless or whatever the body language might be saying? So I try to pay attention to that. But yesterday, because it was a really interesting discussion with participation, both with questions from students and also uh, students listening, and then I think, you know, some passionate responses from my part. I was feeling pretty energetic and, and, uh, and in the spirit, I guess, that it really worked. And it was, I think, a, a very valuable, memorable class period and certainly a class period where I experienced the presence of God. I feel very blessed every day that I get to have a job where it's pretty easy to experience the presence of God because that's what I do all day. I talk about God and I uh, teach about God and I read about God and we pray and we do all of those things. And that being said, there are sometimes moments that just stand out. Moments where there is a, a dynamic where there is a vigor and an engagement and a connection and a communion within the community that I really seek and try to foster in my classroom. And yesterday, during fifth period, but also during other periods as well, that was really present. So I am grateful for that. So you might be a teacher listening to this. You might not be. You might be a student. Regardless of what type of role you are in related to learning, where does curiosity fit in your life? How often, when, and where do you ask I wonder questions? And how about a challenge today? How about seeing as you go through your day, whatever day that is when you're listening to this, see if you can ask five I wonder questions. And see if you can make two of them, not just in your head, but to someone else. And see what happens. And see if and how you experience the presence of God in what unfolds as a result of asking very simply, but sincerely, and with true curiosity, I wonder. As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.